I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. You know what? It's been a hot minute since we've chatted. I just got back from Ireland and Barcelona. Where have you been the last three weeks? I have just been like really, really cozy in the house in Kelowna. How's the weather? Oh, it's so socked in right now. I'm like, I was actually driving today and I thought, okay, I'm booking a trip. I'm going to the sun. My cousins are going to Tulum for a big festival. And I don't remember the last time I like (laughs) danced like all night long. At first, I was like, I'm not going to go. I don't feel it. I don't need to go. And then now with the cloud cover all sucked in, I'm like, ooh, I might need that sunshine. I mean, I love going with them. There is this little part of me that's like, do I need the DJ dance party mix till three in the morning? So like, I mean, I might skip the DJ. I'm not sure. I don't know him at all. Rufus Dussel. I will look him up immediately. He might be the greatest DJ you've ever experienced. And you might be right at the front of the crowd till 4 a.m. You won't even realize it. (laughs) I might be. Or I might be like just in some cenote doing a free dive or something. I don't know what I'll be doing. I just thought without this sucked in whether I might hit the old sun. What's our topic today? It takes me back to the... DJ mix of dancing in Tulum. 20-year-old me would have been all over that. I think even 30-year-old you, but who am I to say? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who's to say? Probably 37-year-old me would have still been like really in the mix on that one. (laughs) Times have changed. Things have shifted a little bit. What we're going to talk about today is just how when you go through this, a personal growth transformation and something shifts inside of you, whatever that is, how you begin to dance at different frequencies. Younger me, all day long. And now I'm more of like a country dancer. (laughs) A country dancer, meaning you like country music, you like the two-step, or you're just like dancing in different countries. What do you... (laughs) You do that too, but what do you mean? I think I mean more like I could pick any other beat. It's just not the DJ beat that I'm dancing to anymore. I might be listening to instrumental Christmas music with, right now, which I am. But it's just this different beat of life that I'm in, this different dance that I'm doing. And I wanted to use that analogy because I think it's hard for people to understand that when someone goes through a transformation, even like friendships, it can be friendships, relationships with your parents, with your friends, whatever it is with your significant other. When you go through this, shift in life and change perspective, but also just feel completely different inside, you dance to a different beat and they might not recognize that beat. You know, they might hate country and now you're all about country and and now what? And they're still listening to like jazz over in the corner 
they've either done their own personal transformation that has brought them to jazz, or they were listening to jazz with you like seven years ago, and that's how you connected was over jazz. Now you're all about the country and the jazz and the country aren't mixing, and you're both trying to listen to them at the same time. So how do your conversations work? And how do they work? I mean, I'm assuming you can still like understand jazz. You once loved jazz. Potentially, you might like jazz again. But you're talking about having these conversations in the present moment. And then how do you realign on these different ways of thinking or ways of dancing, if you use that analogy? Yeah. And just how you're showing up in that relationship. Like your your dance moves are way different. <laughs> you are hard, Elaine. Hard, Elaine. <laughs> That's okay. And it's totally okay. It's just this awareness of when it's happening that it's nothing to shy away from. When you see another person going through it, like say I'm the person that is not going through the transformation at that time and I'm watching someone else go through it and I'm witnessing it, which is what I do with my clients. You know, you have an appreciation for this new music that they're dancing to. If it was a personal relationship, what they're doing might not really fit with who you are anymore. It's both at that moment that you both have the decision to make of how do we interact. My cousins, who I adore for 40 years, they're going to Rufus Del Sol, get dressed up in sparkly dresses and do all the stuff. And it's amazing. They're going to have the best time ever. And I am still wondering how I fit into that. And they're wondering, like, how do I fit into that? Because that's not what I do anymore or how I really live. Neither are really wrong. They're just different now. So how do you connect? And then if you go into like a personal relationship, like a spouse or a partner, that's where it can get a little tricky. You're living with that person. It's not just a one-off. Like if I go to Tulum, I might have a one-off and go dancing all night and that's great. But that's not how I'm living my life full time. If that's your partner and you shift completely, for example, some people, they connect over red wine on Fridays or they connect over dinner parties. If you shift in that perspective and that's not really what you're interested in anymore, How are you connecting? If one person really wants that still and the other person doesn't, one person wants to stay up all night chatting with their friends, amazing. And the other person wants to go to bed at eight. Can you find common ground in that? And how do you find the common ground? A lot of times people come to the idea of, I've done this personal growth. Have you done your personal growth? And if you've done your personal growth and we're still able to connect, then amazing. But this is where it gets really hard in personal relationships specifically, but also in friendships, is that that personal transformation and growth changes you to a point where you don't connect at all with the other person. This is the most random example. I watched the movie Elvis yesterday. Great performance, by the way, but I had forgotten that when Elvis met Priscilla, he was 24 and she was 14. She had her parents around and he waited until she was 21. They connected when she was 14 and he was 24. They connected for a long time. And then eventually she had changed, shifted, maybe found some personal growth while he was like superstar Elvis. And then she was like, this isn't really working for me anymore. How I had connected with you 10 years prior when I was this age, I want to see the world. I want to do X, Y, Z. And so then they separated, maybe for many reasons. She cited in an interview that I just read after I watched the movie. That is basically like her own personal journey that she was going on. She was at a different space and time. So Priscilla and Elvis, right? Like (laughs) That's a very random example. It happens all of the time. Often people in relationships, they'll give compassion to the other person to be like, okay, I really hope you do this personal growth. 
and we can see how we can connect once we both go through this this expansion in our lives. For Kurt and I, for example, like changing the way we eat. We eat completely different than we did 12 years ago when we met. Like the, it's not even in the same world how we eat. <laughs> no more chicken fingers? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, maybe if I make them homemade and... <laughs> It's completely different. And luckily, we were able to grow and expand in that area together. Because I do think that becomes a hard one as well. Like even something as simple as food, it's not that simple. No, it's not. It's like your day-to-day living. Absolutely. And if one person's eating one way and the other person's eating the other way, you kind of get lost in the mix. One person's like, what do I cook? The other one's like, I don't like what you're cooking. It sounds superficial, but it's really not. When you're going on these expansion journeys and transformative growth and doing the inner work, it's really important to share with your partner what's happening and also for them to be able to receive it. Like they need to be able to receive what you're saying and say yes or no to it. It's not an easy place to be in. No, it doesn't seem like it, especially when you just said the statement about allowing them to say yes or no to it, because the assumption would be like, I'm doing this, I'm going through this, you're just going to fully support me, however that looks like. But you had just said that that's not necessarily the truth that would come out of that. Well, no, and because they might not want that same growth, or they might not be ready for it, or whatever it is, you can't make someone be ready for personal growth. No, <laughs> you. I wish, but you can't. And that might not be the personal growth that they even attune to. If we were to go back to the dance and you were both dance and jazz and you both go through personal growth, one might end up in heavy metal and the other one's over in like classical. So what happens then? Can classical and heavy metal come together? Can they do that? <laughs> I'm not saying they can't. Right. But you're going to have to learn how to dance to that be and that's going to be where you be you have a whole new relationship right like your relationship is completely different than what it was yes you're starting over i think it's more than over it's not even from the beginning you're starting like below ground wow because you have all of the this history together that you're going to have feelings about and connections over and there's probably resentments and frustrations and anger. And there's going to be times of joy. Like it's not all negative, but you're going to have to work through all of that in your heavy metal and classical new settings and then bring it together. So this isn't roses. Let's just say that. (laughs) And it's way easier to give up. Absolutely. Than to keep going. So what would be a couple takeaways, tangible items, action steps that people could do if they're feeling connected to this and what you're saying in their personal relationships, that they both on the same level want to do the work together, then there are certain things that they could do to help this process along? Or is it individual for every relationship? I think it's individual work. So you're going to go in your individual inner work. And then there is that time and that moment where you communicate. So you're holding space for the other person. And what holding space is, is you allow them to be free in what they're saying without judgment. Now, that is extremely difficult. Like, I mean, that's why there's therapists. That's why there's healers. That's why there's people that hold space for you that's not in your life. Yes. 
because it is really hard to withhold the judgment. But you want to be able to hold space for what the other person is saying and really just feel that they can trust that you're just going to hear what they're saying and then be able to talk about it. It's really hard. Part of the transformation for both of you would be hopefully improved communication and how you communicate together. Yes. What you presented seems straightforward. Now, it may not be what comes out of it, but at least the steps to take to at least start the conversation, hold space for one another is pretty straightforward. While you're learning to dance to a new beat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) During that time, you're also having a lot more empathy and understanding for your own growth, which then usually alludes to like more empathy and understanding for another person's growth. That communication style that you used to have is probably going to naturally shift as well. Yes. As you change. Makes perfect sense to me. People, where are you dancing at? Yeah, what's what's your beat, baby? <laughs> what's your beat and where are you going? I just want to say thanks, Jen, for listening and just really like feeling out this analogy of dance with me because I've been really, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. <laughs> well, I love it. And now you've like inspired me to kick my toes up and do a couple moves after this. So I appreciate it. And of course, I want to hear all about Tulum and what actually happened. And no matter what you choose, the beats will go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're happening. Yeah. <laughs> with or without me. <laughs> Thank you, Danita. Thanks, Jen. And thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.